Mike check. Evans, Evans, Evans. Give me some Jones. McCray. C A N C S K. That is. That is. That is. That's how you intro. That's how you intro. Hey, we back with another episode of Tally Up the Points. Uh, we sitting here via Skype with all the brothers. Um, say what's up, everybody. This is Coach Evans. Coach Brandon Yeoman. Coach Brandon McCray. And we got Coach Coulson over there. He going to be in and out yeah. until he uh, yeah, handle his Coulson. business. So there you go. There you go. He, now he in the game. But first off, we want to get into this thing and talk about um, – District matchups from last Friday. Uh, last Friday, we're gonna start with the uh, guy being with color, uh, Coach uh, McCray and Coach Coastland. We'll, we'll let you take it away about that. What happened down there in uh, Crawfordville? Uh, this is another ex- another exciting game for us. Uh, I felt like um, going down. I think it was my first time uh, coaching down there at Walker. I, I'm sure I've been down there before, but uh, first game I believe coaching down there. But um, uh, very proud of how the kids play, um, you know, especially in a place like Walcolor where they're known for physical football. Um, you know, it, it was very telling after the game. Uh, the defensive coordinator came up to uh, Coach Green and said, you know, I threw the house at you tonight, so I commend you guys on really standing up to it. And uh, so we were proud about that, just proud of the kids and the effort that they put in to what we did. We had probably our best week of practice leading up to that game. Uh, and so it was great to see them go out and execute uh, pretty much the way we wanted them to. Still got a lot to you know, work on, a lot to work for with the big game coming up next week. But, um, you know, it was an exciting night. Uh, di- big district game. Anybody, uh, McCray, stand out to you that you want to mention? Um, well, my, my left tackle, who, who I'm biased to, is pretty much my son, but uh, he had about 12 pancake blocks, so he did a great job kind of leading us up front. Um, Trevor Solomon Wilson had a big night. He, he always does something electrifying every week. Uh, so he had a big night, and I'm just proud of like the route running he does. You know, he, he's a fast guy, and everybody knows him for that. Uh, but he runs great routes. Uh, he's strong. Doesn't usually get tackled by the first person ever. So uh, I was very proud of what he did. And then Quentin Jones on the defensive side, he's just becoming the monster that you know everybody thought he would be when he moved over to defense. So uh, those guys kind of started. Then Cortez and Andrew can't forget about that guy. I know everybody know about him, uh, but he's kind of reasserting himself on the defensive side of the ball. Colson, what about you? Yeah, most definitely. I, I, I agree with everybody that you said. Um, I think uh, we're coming together as a team, doing some good things uh, defensive-wise. And always, I mean, this is a game I ain't – I mean, I don't even know if I saw any offensive play. It's just, you know, just dealing with, our, you know, our guys and kind of focusing on our game plan and everything. Um, but every time, you know, every time I look up, we was scoring. So I guess it was going good. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing. Uh, anybody other than those guys mentioned to stand out to you, especially since you're a defensive backfield guy? Um, in the, in the backfield, I don't know if we got tested too, too much, but, uh, I mean, up front, they kind of held me play. And a lot of times, I don't, I don't know if you put it up in the air. Uh, 
that we could make plays. But uh, one kid that has been playing solid for us, he kind of came over. Uh, he came over. Uh, it was uh, Greg Horton. He, he had a pretty good game. I think he came up and made some tackles. Um, I think they uh, they kind of robbed him of a strip. I think he, he closed space and took the ball from a guy. But uh, he's been impressive to me. And uh, C.J. Will, uh, Williams, he's also been um, – uh, been holding it down um, uh, in the nickel spot. I got you, got you, got you. Well, um, who else is in the district? Is it uh, it's Gabby McCullough and Rick, right? Yeah, yes. Okay, you guys got Rick coming up in two weeks. I'm sure that's gonna yeah. be a a, a a knockdown, drag them out. But them yep, guys, yeah, you're one and in district now. Um, I think you're number two in the points ranking. Is that correct? Yeah, we are right behind uh, Trinity Christian, who uh, put us out last year, and uh, perennial power over there in Jacksonville, so we're number two right now. Real quick, I wanted to also talk about uh, Kyler Lane. Uh, he, he's been having a great season for us, and he, he'd, uh, you know, I know he'd get on me if I didn't mention him, but he's doing a lot of things. Uh, he, I mean, he has the stats, of course, this year, but he's doing a lot of things like to really fit in on the defense and kind of making plays to allow other people to make plays. So that was mm-hmm. a big thing from last Friday, too. Okay, okay. Well, let, let's switch this thing over to um, Lincoln and Childs. It was our first district game um, playing Childs, the, the, I think the newer school in the Big Ben. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, they are. So they are the new. Okay, uh, Coach Yomas, I'll let you start off with, with with your impressions of the game and, and guys that stood out to you. Um, like you said, it was a, a big district week for everybody. Our first district game, um, going against Tiles, uh, kind of uh, had to attack the game in playoff mode, um, knowing that the only way that you can truly uh, guarantee yourself a spot in the playoff is by winning the district. And, uh, of course, uh, Childs and Leon are in our district, so just want to get off to a good start uh, going against Childs. Uh, offensively, uh, our offense was able to uh, take the ball down the field on the first drive. I believe it was a 90-yard, 80-yard drive, went straight down the field, probably 12 to 13 plays, methodical. Uh, ran the ball well, had some nice passes, and we scored. Um, we went up early 14-0. Um, Childs is a scrappy bunch. Uh, they have a very talented quarterback, Garrett Green. Um, they were able to bring uh, together some drives, aided by some penalties, uh, but still were able to punch the ball in and, and kind of close the gap. Um, but we offensively, uh, <laughs> I just remember going under the tent, uh, looking at Huddle, and every time every time I was going under the tent, we were right back because uh, the band was playing the fight song, and our offense had scored another touchdown. So our offense did a great job of uh, just scoring on all the opportunities that they had, uh, driving the ball by, by air and on the ground. Uh, Chris Pimpton had a great game. Um, I believe it was 28-14 at the half. Uh, came out second half, bumped some things down uh, defensively, had a three and out, uh, forced the punt, blocked the punt. Uh, offense got the ball about the 19-yard line, punched it in, uh, and it was 35-14, and, and pretty much wanted to be in cruise control after that. Um, and still, again, in the second half, the offense constantly moved the ball up and down the field, and uh, we were able to tighten some things up. Final score of 42-21. Okay. 
Uh, he did a great job of summing it up. Ain't much I can say about it, but uh, I will give you my uh, two cents. Um, we finished with over 600 yards of total offense. Man. Now, with that being said, we probably had 250 yards of penalties. I'm just let that sit in. We had three drive, three drives of over 90 yards, but 200 and something plus yards of penalties. We almost had three rushers with 100 yards. Uh, Chris Pennington, five carries of almost 150. Uh, Caleb Matthews, 14 carries for like 90 yards. Chris Beard, had it not been for two sacks, would have been over 100 yards. That's three guys rushing for 100 yards. On top of Chris throwing for 250-something. All because of so many penalties. Taking those yards back, then we have to earn them back. Taking those yards back, and we have to earn them back. But um, now we'll give a shout out to to Garrett. The kid plays extremely hard. He's extremely talented, and that's all I'm gonna say about Charles. I'm gonna leave it at that because there were some some things that jumped off and participated that I don't think were of great sportsmanship. But I personally was not on the field, so I can't give you the end all be all because I'm in the box. But I'm just looking on at from the top. It didn't look very becoming of what you would look for in uh, two teams and a friendly competition with good sportsmanship. Again, 250 yards of penalties. Yeah. But I was happy to, I was happy to get out of there with a win. The kid, not the, the biggest takeaway from the game for me was we had a, at a point in the game where a bunch of stuff jumped off. A bunch of things, you know, happened and we ended up going from second and three from the three to second and 63 from the minus 37. Oh, man. What kind now, of, uh... now, granted, we didn't score that drive, but after yeah. all the shenanigans went in and whatnot and we got the ball back, we took that ball and, and put the game away. I was so yeah. proud of the kids for not being get, getting caught up in what was going on and just getting back to the mind frame of playing football and finishing the game the right way. And uh, again, even after the game, we decided not to shake hands for various reasons and more stuff jumped off. But it is what it is. We got the victory, 1-0. 1-0 um, in, in district. We're, we're the number eight seed right now. I don't really know the inner workings of the points, but if I know if we win next week, I think that the, if we win next week against Leon, the lowest we can be is four, right? Is that yeah. right, Yogan? Okay. So we just going to look in the mindset of trying to take care of ourselves and do what we do and not really worry about the rankings at the time. And I had kind of tuned it out so much, I forgot it came out until I saw it somewhere today. But again, we want to know for this week. We're on our bye week, and I'm going to talk about that real quick. All we're really doing this week is working on us, getting back to fundamentals, uh, working on blocking, working on tackling, working on catching, working on throwing, working on ball security. That's pretty much what we're doing this week. What about you guys over there? Uh, pretty, pretty much the same. Just kind of, you know, that's kind of our uh, whole thing, our motto this year, us versus us. So, you know, and not to disrespect anybody that we play, it's just we feel like we got to be the best us. I think last year we jumped out, you know, and won a bunch of games, being a new staff, and everybody was excited about that. And so we focused a lot in from week to week on the opponents. But this year, you know, we, we kinda expect we we kinda expect the kids to kinda know what we expect from them. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kinda us versus us and so this is a great week for us to really hone in on that. 
Yeah, I think it was a great time for the bye week to get a, get a di- district win and you can kind of refocus yourself on, like you said, your guys and your mentality and your plan and then come back with the next district game the next week. Then you kind of set yourself up for your playoff run or whatnot. Hey, see, so you got something uh, to speak on that? Yeah, it's like, you know, just resetting your batteries. Like you said, focus on the fundamentals, getting getting us better, and just make sure you're taking care of our bodies. Right, that's, one of, that's one of the main that's things. That's a great point. Deal with uh, football, you know, you got to make sure you take care of the bodies and make sure you, you know, you getting, in, getting in your body right. You can't do anything without those bodies. You sure right. <laughs> All right, well, that, that's pretty much the, the high school segment of the show because, again, we're off. Uh, God is off. We're going to really uh, – I don't – is there even a game Friday at Cox? Uh, yeah, Rick, Rick is homecoming, homecoming. Maybe. Rick is okay. homecoming versus what? Uh, uh, East Lake. East Lake maybe. And then uh, I know Leon. Leon is at Wakulla. That one was no shade, okay. wasn't it? What's that? Uh, that was no shame. Wasn't no game. No, I'm just messing with him. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> the reason I say that because we we didn't have one, and we really fo- we focus on us. So yeah, yeah. That's what I was I thinking about. No, it wasn't no shade. Just I didn't know who was playing either. So I, I I'm in the same boat. <laughs> just to pick back on what y'all was saying about you know working on yourselves and and taking care of your bodies and and doing all those things. Um, a quote from a, a coach I worked with once at Lincoln, uh, Wade Rollinson. He's man. He's like, it's a great time for a five week. You know, we're trying to get ready. I'm just trying to get to the tournament. Just trying to make it to the tournament. Mm-hmm. So, so just just get to that 32 team tournament. So you want to make sure you're working on the things that you need to work on. So when the, when your number is called, it's, it's time to, it's time to get on the. Trying to get on the bus and make it happen. Trying to get that's to a great way to look at it because you got to be in it to win. Got to be yeah. in it to win. And then right. speaking, you know, speaking in the thirty minutes, like the, the I, I love what the high school associations did with the playoffs because in the past you could win your district and kind of be like, you know, the brackets were pretty much set. You knew what round you may have to travel. Or if you're going to be at home, now every game we play, like, you know, we, we got four games left in the season. And, you know, one of them is a district championship game for the most part. The other three are, you know, big city rivalries and all that stuff. But they also mean so much in the playoff picture. Like, we, yeah. in our right. mind, we got to win every game. You know, I know there's some, some guys, two guys on, on, on the line right now that's uh, got other players, but. Yeah. To us, we have well, to I said the same game. thing to somebody today. I said I told somebody uh, for us the playoffs start now because yeah. we oh, yeah. need to win yeah. this next game. Yeah. And then the three games we have after that are against good teams. Mm-hmm. And we and we need you know no no shade or kind of way, but we need to try to win all three of them games and set ourselves up for a nice playoff run because we got yeah. we got four tough games left. And for yeah. us to be where we want to be. We need to play well in all four of those games. We need to be ascending in each game. And the thing is, Coach, about that, I remember back in the day, you know, Lincoln and Gabby would play, and Coach Wilson and Coach Cruz and people like that, they would always, you know, both staffs would be kind of planning out, well, how much can we play kids? How much can we do this? Can we sit this guy? Because we got a big playoff opponent coming up. But now you got to use all your bullets, you know, Right, mm-hmm. it's because it's yep. of seeding. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
But so let's uh, slap. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Coach. It makes scheduling and it makes those last games important now. So it, every game is important. So I, I, I hope fans understand that and I hope fans, you know, show up. And, uh, you know, right. and, and, and I think that makes the, the, the level of the game. You got to focus. Um, yep. you, and and it, it, keeps, it keeps you focused, keeps the kids focused. Yep. Exactly. Now I did notice that uh that East not East Gaston, they're Gaston now. I think they're sitting over there winless. But as of today, they're like number five in the playoffs. Yeah. How crazy is that? I think I think they've played all right. They played everybody they've played has been up. And and the funny and the, what a lot of people don't know, uh the, the bonus points that you get for your strength of schedule is based off the teams uh, if they made the playoffs in the years 15 and 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a team that may be struggling now was in the playoffs doing 15 and 16, you're going to get bonus points for playing that team. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's the versa, a team that could be has no say uh, Gabby right now. Uh, undefeated regular seasons the last two years, but 15 and 16, they missed the playoffs. So technically, we won't get bonus points for playing Gabby, but since they're so strong now, there is, you know, some points involved in it. So, yeah. And that's. And I was looking at us being at number eight. Go ahead, go ahead, Coach. Now, I was going to say, we get bonus points from like Leon. And, you know, Leon hadn't had a great season the past two years or whatever, but. Three years ago, they were in the playoffs. All right. Mm-hmm. All I was gonna say was, um, I, I just thought about it. That that loss for us against Niceville, that's probably was hurting us right now. It is setting us back. Uh, we're sitting at about mm-hmm. thirty-eight points, um, and that's got us at eighth. Um, if we that win, I, uh, somebody did the math, we would we would have forty-three. And we'd be sitting mm-hmm. at second place right now. Uh, mm. And we not forfeit that game. Okay. All right, enough of the bad news. <laughs> let's, let's go. Well, not for me, it ain't enough of the bad news. Let's jump into college. Let's review um, the, the games last week. And I, I got to eat crow because I talked a lot of smack to uh, AC about UF and thinking the Bulldogs of Mississippi State would, would just, just run through those guys and, and not necessarily blow them out, but would, would beat them handily in Starkville. And all I got to say is I was wrong. I was completely wrong. The Gators uh, yeah, showed man. up. Like, like Silk said, they pulled up. <laughs> Kept the bus okay, running. But I mean, I, I think it still goes back to, and I'm I'm gonna toot my horn. I know it's a commercial on ESPN uh, now about tooting your own horn, but I think what I said came to fruition. Uh, the fact about the coaches that knowing the kids. Was that by the coaches? Know, the coaches that, knowing the kids. <laughs> Not just knowing the kid, but Morehead, I don't think he's ready for it. And I think it showed in that second half. I think Florida made an adjustment, and Mississippi State did. I, right. I, I, I don't know why they went went away from running Fitzgerald, because it was working for them. Uh, maybe they were looking ahead, and maybe they thought they saw some things. Uh, maybe it was Florida taking that away, but I, I, I just felt like the adjustments were made by Florida. I thought it was an even first half. And Florida made adjustments on defense, and then they got, you know, they, they kept they kept the game away from the strength of Mississippi State. 
And I don't think Mississippi State had any adjustment for what was going on. I think Florida took away the the uh the QB run. Because that's yep. what that's what state that's what state hurts people on when you focus mm-hmm. on the backs and they hit you with the QB. But I don't know if you look at the stats or whatnot, but for the last for every game this this year, with the exception of the first game, the quarterback has had the most carries. And Mississippi right, State right, got right. some good backs. So I you know, right. taking away what they do best and making them like your running backs gotta do it now. That's I don't know if they they just didn't adjust, and I agree with you. They, it, the Florida made way better halftime adjustments, and, and I think they, they played a little harder too. Hmm. I, I, I was I was definitely impressed by the defense. You know, I, I, it, it was a flash in the pan for me for Tennessee, but you know now you go to Mississippi State, and then, if we can carry it on to LSU, then you know I, I think we got some smoking on defense. I'm after that of Florida, a whole thing that I was skeptical of. I knew Mother would come in with some offense. I was worried about Granson, and you know, I, a lot of people talk about third and Granson and how he he kind of risks a lot. But I think he has the players, and he has he's com, he, he's converted. Uh, he he got it to where the players understand what's going on. And that man, that and what stick out in mind that last play, that zone blitz. I mean, not not zone, but that zero blitz and Steiner coming in and the zero blitz to get the sack where it was no option to throw on a fourth down and the game was on the line. That was huge. Oh, that man, was that was awesome. Field. That was game study. That was a big hit. And if you notice around, nobody tried to look like they kind of corralled the quarterback because they knew I, – I think they knew he was going to try to run. If he got mm-hmm. that punch, he was going to try to run, and that's why it was nothing there. It was nothing. Nobody really blitzed hard other than the guy that hit him in the mouth. Yeah. 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 But it was a, well, it was a surprise for me. I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm a Florida fan, but, you know – it's, it's a surprise. It's a good surprise. But we're kind of young in the secondary. We're pretty young in the secondary with, with the injuries that's going on now. Now, I will say Fitzgerald is not much of a thrower. He's okay right, right. throwing. He's not much of a thrower. So, I, I didn't feel like he would test you guys back there anyway. But, again, congrats. I eat my crow. Let's move on to uh, Florida State, Louisville. Be smooth, you got it. Florida State, Louisville, uh, I believe I wish I could go back and, and, and pull up the audio and I and I did it uh you know, kind of fence riding, but I did think Florida State would come out victorious, uh with a close score. Um I got a chance to watch this game with Coach Craig. So he was there with me through the painstaking first half and most of the second half. But uh uh, finally was able to open up some things in the past game uh, defensively uh, we went to a different package we were sitting back in the cover four and our safeties were coming off the hash and they were running they were, they were running three by one sets and running close right at the middle of the field they had open guys it was looking bleak you know I was making adjustments uh, from, from the press box at the praise house but uh, <laughs> they weren't hit home so uh Luckily, the second half, we were able to make some adjustments. Uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Francois uh, was able to find some receivers and made some plays, made some big fourth down plays. Uh, to Marion Terry, uh, big play. Uh, Trey McKitty, big catch. And then uh, even there at the end, uh, fourth quarter, Louisville uh, had a chance to ice the game. They were making the first down, two first downs. Florida State had to take the timeouts. And uh, it was about a minute and a minute and some change left. And uh, it was first down for Louisville, and they decided to throw the ball. And A.J. Westbrook uh, came up with a big interception. Um, and then 
got the ball back, a couple of uh, couple of passes down the field, and then big play to uh, number eight, Nyquan Murray, and he was able to do the rest. And Florida State came out victorious. Uh, hey, I, I gotta I, I gotta jump in there and tell a funny story real quick about that. You, you you know you excited for your team. You a diehard know when you pretty much go back through puberty while you watching the game. Um, when, when, when I call, hey, listen, when Murray caught that pass, all I heard from Coach Yogan was, you go, school boy. He, he, was, he, was, he was excited. He wanted to cry a little bit. He was excited to most of all in his same day. Man, that was a tough one to watch, though. Uh, well, yeah, coming up, coming up. Uh, well, the last college game of the week was was, was Miami, and I, I let Coach uh, McCray take the take the lead on it. Oh man, um, it, it it was great to see. I, I had watched some highlights, but to see Nikosi out there, at, you know, at live and watching the game, that that kid got a he got a dang rocket on his shoulders, man. He, yeah, he you, does. you can tell, um, and, and hopefully it's just the football aspect of it. But you can tell he's been working with Winston. Like it, look, I, I'm not saying he's gonna be a Heisman Trophy guy, but what I saw from Winston in that game when they played Pitt that night, I was mm-hmm. like, this kid ain't gonna never throw an uh, incompletion. You know, just the way he was throwing the ball, the command he was throwing with. Uh, that that was great to see. Our defense, man, like Hard Rock Stadium is becoming an intimidating place to play, but it, it's because high defense is playing. They're playing fast. Um, you know, we, we did, we got hit in the mouth when we played LSU. You know, they, they mm-hmm. had some guys and they were determined to run the ball. And, and, and I remember, you know, uh, when I was coaching at Lincoln, we played um, Fleming Island one year. And, and we had a good team, but, you know, when we game plan, we game plan to have, you know, a normal football game. And I think with LSU going back to that, they game plan to come out there and, and do board drills. And we wasn't right. quite, quite ready for it that wasn't night. Wasn't ready for it. Yeah. And, and One so person got, was. You know, they, they out schemers and you have to tip your hat to a team like that. But I think our defense definitely learned something from that night. Um, you know, I, I still think that our, um, we, we're probably overrunning some plays in the run game and, and it's opened up some holes. We, we overrunning and stuff. And it's just not fitting right sometimes in the run game. And that's why I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, about Cam Makers this week. I know he going to try to get off, and this is an opportunity for him to do that. But, um, you know, just it, it was dominating what we did in North Carolina. It felt good because my first game going to Hard Rock and watching Miami was a North Carolina game a couple years ago. And, you know, we ended up losing it. It was a very sad thing riding up 95, your first Miami game in Hard Rock. And, uh, you know, you lost to North Carolina. So it was great to get a win against those guys. I saw a uh, stat, I think, on the Reddit. It says that Miami leads the nation in tackles for loss. Their opponent this week is number three or four in giving up tackles for loss. Yeah. So that, so in my mind, when you put two and two together, that means yeah. nine, nine and nine, and nine to seven gonna eat this week. What you say? Yeah. Yeah. I. I oh man. Let me tell you. Listen. Um, 
I just feel like, you know, as, as much as Florida is going to try to play hard, and I know it's a rivalry, and you, you can't never discount rivalry, um, that defensive line is going to do a number on their offensive line. I really think they are. I mean, it's it's just better players, you know, and, and so we're going to see what Coach Tag got. He's going to have to pull everything. He's going to have to pull that, uh, you know, quadruple reverse. All of that stuff out the bag. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's a, a cat. And obviously, we've segued into the Florida State Miami preview. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's a cat playing better D line than than uh, Jerry Willis in the nation. Yeah, I, I watched. Even though those play. guys at Lew- the guys at Clemson and the guy at Houston, I don't think yeah. nobody's playing better at D line right now than him. Nobody. I watched him today, and he is just. Oh man, he's doing stuff as an offensive line coach. Watching him play, I'm like, I uh, I would hate to have the coach against that because he's doing everything you don't want a guy to do against you. He's looking sap-ish, if, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really is. Coach, Coach Yeoman, don't let us dominate now. We talking no, about no. your team now. Are, are jump we on in. Preview, are we just previewing or is this the, the score prediction? Let me, let yeah, me we can do all that. We, we can fall right in all that. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to know, do we still have our annual bet for a cold, frothy Gatorade for the winner of this game? Most definitely. Most okay. definitely. I want to keep that on the table. Now, when you look at the... Uh, when you look at the uh, the numbers and everything, it, it, it don't look good for Florida State. It don't look good for Florida State. We look out, man. We look outmatched. We feel like we could be out it, 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 I got an inkling. I got an inkling. Right? And I, I just don't know. I feel like maybe we could throw the ball. And if we can keep y'all, if we can keep that chain in the humidor, I think we got a chance. <laughs> Not in the humidor. <laughs> but nah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got a chance. I don't know. Our defense got to play well. Um, maybe we can get some pressure on the young Nikosi Perry and, and maybe force him to make some bad decisions. Um, but like y'all were saying, uh, Gerald Willis is playing outstanding up front on the defensive line. And, of course, that's one of our uh, our offensive line is something that's been uh, a pain in our side all season. So uh, mm-hmm. things don't look good, but uh, it's man. a rivalry game. It's a rivalry game. You you, you, you got to play it, and it's, it's got to be played. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we can scheme some things up and make some big plays, get some luck, and hopefully the nose could come out victorious. I, I I just hope not. That I don't I don't think Florida State will get blown out. And when I say blown out, mm-hmm. I'm saying 15 or more points. I don't think mm-hmm. it'll be blowout. Um, I'd be happy with a with a with a loss under 10, and I'd be elated. Elated with a victory. Um, I don't want to get blown out. Don't want to get embarrassed. That would be detrimental to what's going on or what's trying to go on at Florida State. But mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think Florida State can, can keep it close and, and possibly sneak a win or some things that the ball bounces in our favor and we keep that chain up. <laughs> Yeah, Listen. well, I, you're not gonna keep the chain up. <laughs> Coach, it, it's a it's a recipe for a disaster, to be honest, because we are, mine is gonna go out there, man. I'm saying we, because I, I might dress, I might dress out for the game. <laughs> we gonna go out there, man up, and we are going to sit in the house like no other. We gonna blitz and. 
it's gonna be opportunities for Florida State to make big plays. Uh, it's the offensive sure line is. gonna stop us from getting to the quarterback. And this thing about it, a lot of people have been talking about how Florida State's receivers don't block well. When you don't block well, they usually mean you're not that physical. So if somebody get in mm-hmm. there and jam your chest in, I, I just uh, something bad gonna happen down there. It's, it's gonna be a but party I, hard, I, I, absolutely. I think I, I, I do think, think their State opportunities will come in the passing game, though. <laughs> I think Florida State lucked out, and it may be in our favor that that game did not make it to the eight o'clock time slot. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah. think the three thirty is gonna three thirty is gonna calm it down a bit. I don't think the fans down there will get a chance to to get all of the liquids in they in the systems that they would, would at an eight o'clock game. They're they going to be just waking up from the club. They're going to be ready to go. <laughs> They'll be ready to go. But uh, as far as a prediction, obviously I'm picking UM. And I'm picking UM by by 14. Ooh. Simply, I want to say more, but because it's a rivalry game, I know Florida State's going to fight. Uh, I don't want to be insulting and go by more by more than that because as, as much as I dislike them, I, I do want Taggart to do well, just not against Miami, if that makes sense. It does. So my pick is, is, is UM by 14-ish. So, Young, do you, you want to go a Coach Coastal? But mine going to be outlandish, so I'll let y'all go. I'm going to go ahead and go. Um, like I said, don't want Florida State to get blown out. Um, and I actually picked Florida State to win last week, so I'm going to keep up with that same energy. Uh I got well, Florida same energy State. Wednesday. Same energy Wednesday. I got Florida <laughs> State sneaking out of Hard Rock. Uh, 27-25. I y'all going to get 25. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Coast. Coast, you got you got a prediction. Might be oh, he eating. might be over there eating tacos. <laughs> he might be. He might be. Uh, well, I'll go On ahead you and then, go ahead. I, I'll go ahead and get it. Um, Man, I, I just, I, I see us dominating. I really do see us dominating. We had to go through a lot. I've been listening to uh, Jeff Cameron and Aslan, Hedger Vandy, and all them talking about how many years they done beat us down in Miami and all that. And, it's and Aslan, my boy now. Aslan used to work in Mississippi. Yeah, I hope the players can hear, you know, all this stuff that the, the podcast people talking about up here. But um, I'm going to go. Ooh, I'm going to jump out there. I got to get it right, too. I'm going to go 38 to 0. I'm, predict, I'm predicting a shutout. Can I get a over under over under on chain appearances? I'm gonna set it at at three. What you got? Over under. I'm going uh, over. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. Okay. I'm gonna go under. Okay. So, so you saying a right shutout right with no turnovers? That means a lot of three and outs. It's gonna be some shutout. I think Florida State's gonna try to establish the run. Um, which is going to keep them from scoring. That's why they're not going to score, because they're going to try to keep it close, but we're going we're gonna to attack them. Uh, AC is sending out some SOS messages. He has <laughs> logged off or something. I don't know if he can add Oh, a, another thing to look forward to, 
Miami is going to dominate the special teams. And that's that's you another prediction. Or a return or what you got? Uh, return. Uh, I think in the return game, I think Jeff Thomas is going to have a oh, yeah. oh, yeah. in the return game. Okay, let's do over and under. Secure the bags. <laughs> oh, man. I, I got the bag coming out. Look, we set it at one and a half, one and a half. I got the bag coming out. I'm going to go over on that. I got the bag coming out twice. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go under. I, I don't, I, I don't see it coming out, but if it does, I know exactly who's gonna be the guy to secure the bag or the purse, whatever it is. I, and I, I, my, this, this kid, Jason Woodby, he is. I mean, I'm sure he's highly recruited and people know about him, but that's Thor, ain't it? Him, that's a, that's a football player right there. Oh yeah, number mm. twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about I got the 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 securing the bag coming out once, but the Miami chain comes out of the bag on our sideline. Uh. We're gonna have a similar bag, but we're gonna pull the chain out of our bag. I was listening to a local podcast today, and that was uh, one of the questions at the end. How many times was Sebastian was Sebastian going to do something with a backpack? <laughs> right. You know what they're going to do. You already you know. know. He, he's infamous for having great props and things of that nature. So I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to Sebastian with a backpack or a purse or something. He might, even, <laughs> might put on some heels. <laughs> okay. Is, uh, we got coasting back. His smoke signals. He, is he in here? I don't, I don't know if I can add him. I don't know if you can add him. He said he's been trying to talk, but he's not in on it. I don't know. No. Well, his name's still up there, but we're going we gonna to do his little part for him. Uh, UF has LSU this week. So, um, UF is coming off big victory over Mississippi State. Um, LSU has, has moved up in the polls, and I've actually seen them, like, talked about with getting in the playoffs. So, um, you know, what, what y'all think about that? Colson, you hear me? Nah, he just left. Um, I, LSU to me is a one-trick pony. That 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 pony they got, he he he, he pulling some tricks. Like they can run the ball and that travels, so it's gonna be a good game. Uh, their defense is good. That travels, so that's gonna be a good part of the game. But I really think Florida's gonna win. I, what I like about Coach Mullen is he understands how to place his personnel. And he's, you can tell he's thinking more players than players. And, mm-hmm. and I, I think those kids look like their team is having fun. They are truly bought into what Coach Muller trying to do down there. And, and I mm-hmm. think that's going to help them get a win. Hello? Okay. Okay. Hey. Yeah, there you go. Now we got oh, it. Oh, yeah. Hey, I was talking about them Gators. You, he jumped off. I heard the whole thing now, man. That, that's, like, just, that, that's like a bat signal. <laughs> my dog was on, hey, my dog was on a mission. He was on a mission. Yeah, I figured out how to put him back on. I figured out how to put him back on. But we uh, yeah. we uh, I, I, we just started the preview LSU and UF. And uh, since yeah, you're yeah. the UF guy, we let you let take the lead on. Man, I, I got a good feeling about this game. I think we get at the dub. I, I, I really think we get the dub. Especially how we played last game. I think we building on something, but I think it's one thing to buy in, but when you buy in, 
and you start seeing results, then that just make you want to work harder. I mm-hmm. think the players are going to work harder this week. They got LSU. It's already it's already a rivalry game anyway, so that's going to add to it. Um, 330, I thought we were going to get them there. It's going to be hot, man. They, they said it's going to be some new uniform tweets. They done brought out the Jays already. They, the boys going to be fired up. Man, I think offense, I think we put some points on these boys. I, I don't know. I don't know how. Maybe it's the fan that talked to me. But I think the defense going to show up. I think we're going to put some points on them boys, man. Yeah. What what, what you got for prediction? Prediction? Shoot. Let me get 33-14. Whoa. Yeah, y'all gonna put up 33 yeah, points on LSU? I like, it, I like your energy, baby. Hey, I, I, I think the defense gonna put up some points. That's what I think. Okay. I think, okay. I think. I think. I think. And I'm gonna go back to the. I'm gonna go back to the 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 preseason. I'm gonna go back to the summer. It's a reason Mullen didn't want to go out to Burroughs. And he knows something about that cat, man. I think he done talked to Irving. You know them cats still buddies, and he knows, mm-hmm. knows something about Burroughs, and he know what kind of player he is. And I think I think LSU is a little reeling a little bit. I don't, I don't. Uh, they, I've heard something about some old linemen. They got a couple old linemen out. The defensive line isn't where it is. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I think I think man, I think Felipe and the boys on offense going they're gonna put it all together. And the defense is gonna put it all together. They're gonna be excited to play in the swamp. So I think we gonna we it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good victory, man. Nah, okay. I'm going to go back to last week because I think I called that the game. I got, I got Florida State right. I got UF right. You did? Nah. I got nine right. Florida State. Florida State. Huh? You didn't pick Florida State. I did pick Florida State. I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna go back. I'm yeah, because I was talking about Lone Wolf, so we was talking about Lone Wolf. So he, one person did, because I did. I went Lone Wolf on Mississippi State. Yeah, right, so my, my prediction for that. Coach, you got to give us your prediction for the Miami and Florida State game. Miami Florida State game. I'm yeah. picking Miami. I get Miami 27, maybe 10, 27, 10. You didn't get to hear my school. I went outlandish. I can't. No, I heard. I heard everything. I was on the call. I just couldn't talk. Oh, okay. I, okay. I can't even remember what I said. I'm so excited. What, what was the school? Was it thirty-eight zero? Yeah. yeah <laughs> and the new addition. I can't the new what I'm gonna do if that happened. But yeah, I, I can't say <laughs> this. My, my phone's not hear me. To the hard walk, keep that noise in. Let's just have that same energy if the goals come down there and sneak one out. Oh man, I will. They sneak will. one out. I think that's like that'd be the biggest. I, I know it's a. I think that'd be an upset. I, I know it's a robbery game. I don't think that would be an upset. Because, <laughs> as a Florida hey, State man, that'd be an upset. Some will be. And I don't want to hear because I don't want to hear the FMU fans. Lord, I don't want to hear them. Let's let's slide on over to. I'm gonna be the first one to say Mark Rick should be fired and we lose Florida. (laughs) Um, And not in Florida State, but I I sat there and watched Virginia Tech, Stanford, all the games Florida State done played this year. That is a that is not a good Florida State team. They got some players, some here and there. That team ain't good. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. And I, when I not just the team, the players, the coaches. It ain't. It just ain't right. I, I, let me not say they ain't good. Like, I, you know, I know what well, I know some, but I, I interact with some Florida State coaches. They, it, it's not messing. They, they ain't ready yet. They need a pecan season. I don't know what they're gonna be next year. Yeah, if they give them a next year, but it ain't messing right now. We should lose. And if we do, they need to blow up our sixty yard into all. Hey, what kind of season they need? I got you. I got you. <laughs> let's let's slide to uh fam you. Uh last week oh, they went up baby. to uh Cola. North Carolina Central and, and <laughs> blew them guys out with fifty five to fourteen. Fifty five fourteen. I got a chance I to Watch I think they went up there and kept the bus going off running. Yeah, they kept the bus. Right. And it was an Astro bus. It was an Astro bus. I saw it in the background. <laughs> Listen, hold, hold, hold on now. Shout out to Astro. Producer. I don't mean to, you know, because I'm really excited to talk about homecoming, but I, I didn't hear everybody's uh, UF LSU prediction besides Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I'll go oh, ahead. That's right. Let me, let's, uh, let's, 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 let's go ahead. Uh, LSU. Uh, a very strong defense, very strong defense. Um, they're doing what they need to do to move the ball. Um, I have been impressed with U.S. defense as of uh, the last couple of weeks, Tennessee and Mississippi State. Um, it should be a knockdown, drag them out battle. Um, a lot of the things that uh, Coach Colson just mentioned, uh, you know, some question marks about LSU's O-line and, and things of that nature, I think. Miami had those same, maybe their line not where it needs to be, but whoever they brought out there, they got the job done. So, mm-hmm. that's and, and, and not throwing shade none. I think LSU's defense is going to limit uh, Florida's offense, and uh, it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I got LSU 17-13. And that, mm-hmm. I'm going to go right there because that's the same exact school I had. But I got UF 17-13. I think, I think uh, Tony is going to be the X Factor. Again. I, I, just, I, I, I just like to see that dude play. I like to see him with the ball I, in his hands. I think he's going to get some more touches. And I think them touches going to leave some more points, man. Uh, yep. and, and I know everybody talking about LSU defense and they saw him against Miami. But if I told you they only had three sacks on that D-line, would you still be impressed by their defense? Yeah. Even more impressed. <laughs> three sacks. No. And I, 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 I go back and look to see who they play. I, I think I think we got a coach that's going to exploit their weaknesses. And I think their weaknesses up for us. And Coach Colson, we had a lot of receivers open against LSU. And yep. we didn't hit them. We, did. we didn't hit them early. And it, and it cost us. I think Florida's going to... Florida gonna do it. I, my score prediction is twenty to seven. UF. I think LSU scores first, but but I think UF uh, has a good game. Yeah, before, before I, we um and, and move I wanna, on, I, and I, I just want to say, so I want to go back to the last couple years. Now, two years ago we beat them, and we should have been the last year one for that for an extra point. Hurricane. And we ain't got nowhere near the offense. Right. Nowhere near the offense we got now. So I, I just put that in perspective. LSU ain't. I don't think they were they were last year or the year before that. So that, that's that's what I'm just explaining what goes to my score, not trying to continue yours. So coach, right. coach, real quick. Why are they ranked number five in the country? Is it the SEC bias? 
It might be, but they they beat Miami that first game, and then they beat Auburn. Stop bringing up old stuff. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think Miami has I have proven since that game that they, you know, they are, I mean, they got a legit team. Since, since we bring Miami into this conversation, do you think LSU wins that game if Nikos is the starter? No, because I think y'all hit those passes at the beginning. Thank you. Thank you. So, I just wanted to know if somebody else saw that. But go ahead. Y'all make me mad now. Read. But this coach, but, but, but. Get, uh, upset. No. Heck no. Heck no. Heck but, no. But now let's, let's jump on and, and, and finish with, with FAMU. Again, it's homecoming. Uh, this is my third homecoming in town. And I didn't go to FAM, but I enjoy homecoming just as much as next person. Oh, I hear I you over there in the background. <laughs> okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, okay. Party big time. Weekend. Big weekend on the hill. FAMU versus Norfolk State. Uh, FAMU coming in three and two. Norfolk State coming in three and one. Uh, FAMU undefeated in conference play. Um, on paper, it looks like it'll be a pretty good game. Hopefully, FAMU can come in with some of that same momentum and offensive firepower that they used to beat North Carolina Central. Um, actually, the defense last, uh, the last couple of weeks has been playing really, really well, uh, forcing some turnovers and, and just getting a lot of people to the ball and making plays. So uh, hopefully they keep that up, keep that same energy up and, uh, and make the 2018 homecoming a happy one for all. Rattlers across the world. Hey, Coach, won't you uh, stop rattling through them crates or something? Whatever you're doing over there. <laughs> Go ahead and finish, Coach Yoba. He over there digging in the crates with steps to MC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be in attendance. Uh, I, I enjoy uh, homecoming over on these parts. Uh, nothing like a homecoming at a, at a HBCU. Uh, from all the homecomings I've been to at Alcorn and Jackson State, and one or two at Southern, there's nothing like a homecoming at HBCU. The the camaraderie, the people, the food, the atmosphere. I love it. I'm gonna have to find. I don't. I'm gonna go for a little bit, but it's too much good football on. I, I know I don't sound like a true rattler, but. I got to see what uh, what's going on in Gainesville, and I got to see what's going on in Miami Gardens. Uh, and I know Family Game starts at four o'clock, so my phone works well in Brad. Yeah, yeah, I tested it the past two weeks. Fellas, fellas, listen, I I would love to go. Of course, I got to be watching my games. I really would like to go, um, but you know, homecoming. If you know homecoming like I know homecoming, I'm a married man now. The Lord's still working on me. So uh, I'm going to stay away from Bragg. But I, I do, you know, like I said before the season, Coach Alex Jackson, Willie Simmons, them, them guys are doing a great job. They got an identity. Things are gelling well, and they're, they're becoming even more cohesive based off what they did last week. So, you know, I'm excited to see what they do for homecoming. I, I think they're going to come out with the bang. Everybody going to be excited about the product they see out there. We just got to make sure the band do its thing because Coach Yeoman's going to show be watching now. I've, I've had a close eye on the Marching 100 this year. Um, I just got a follow from Shelby Chipman on Instagram. Shout out to Dr. Chipman. 
uh, 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 hopefully they can uh, come with a good sound quality. Um, I'm interested to see uh, what uh, what the dance routine will look like at halftime. They've used the last couple of years. They've done like a throwback uh, for homecoming. Uh, so we'll see what they do at halftime. Just looking for a big sound uh, from a band of about 230, 250 people. Uh, hopefully mm. that number up here in the, in the, in the coming years. Uh, Y'all need more? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and it's family's hate that I'm, I'm used to 400, baby. 400? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm excited to hear the uh, alumni band because the past you two homecomings be- I've been to, they got down. Oh yeah, they, and Anything else y'all want to throw out there before we wrap this thing up? Keep that same energy at the nose. Sneak out of there with a week. <laughs> That's going to be darn the impossible. <laughs> oh, no, <bro. laughs> I ain't going to have no energy if that happened. <laughs> it's going to start with E. All I'm having is E. <laughs> All season. Right, throw the whole season away. All right, with this Coach Evans, uh, getting ready to sign off. You can follow me on Twitter at Coach Evans Nine. I let you uh, guys uh, kind of do your own outro. Once again, as always, this is Coach Brandon Yeomans. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at bsmooth48. Uh, this is Coach Brandon McCray. You can uh, follow me at Coach McCray, APG. Uh, this is Coach Colson. Uh, you can follow me at High Bottom. High Bottom. <laughs> 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 Don't Again, forget uh, the mm. <laughs> mm, Right. <laughs> Again. Gob is off this weekend. Link is off this weekend. Uh, UF and Miami this week. Uh, LSU and, and UF. So, um, I'm sorry, Miami and FSU, and then LSU and UF. So, some good football around, and FAMU's homecoming. Uh, plenty of good things to get out there and see. Uh, if you see one of us anywhere and about, just holler. Uh, make sure when you, you hear this, you share it with somebody, you talk about it, you tell them how much fun you had uh, listening to it, and, uh, you know, any questions, whatever, just hit us on Twitter, and anything you want to see us talk about on the show, we will do it. It feed, all feedback is, is great feedback. We want to know how many fans we got. We're gonna start a tally up the points Twitter page. We're gonna make this thing worldwide. Let's let's pick it up. Ladies oh, and gentlemen. Hey, <laughs> retweet, retweet, retweet. It's Coach Evans Nine, it's Tally Up the Points, episode five. Uh we're out. See you guys in two weeks. We'll see you guys yeah. next week when we when we get back on the rack. We are out here. <laughs> yeah.